Jonathan, I want to start with a complaint about this Zencaster thing that we're using. Mm-hmm. Let's hear Man. it. Okay, I, I get it when, you're, when your web app doesn't work in Safari. That happens from time to time. All right, I'm a Safari user. I'm kind of used to it. I'll open up Firefox for you. That's, you know, I, <laughs> what I can a concession. manage that. I'll concede Firefox. <laughs> All right. But when I try and open something in Firefox and it still doesn't work in Firefox and my only options are Chrome and Edge, thank goodness for Brave as well, that's uh, that's a pretty bad user experience. I literally had to download a browser and install it and then you know have to specify, no, I don't want to make this my default browser and walk through a wizard and everything like that just to use Zencaster. <laughs> thank you for navigating that to I, be here today. I think it's a bad uh, bad product design. Speaking of browsers, I've had this frustrating recurring issue when I'm writing in WordPress where, I don't know if you, have you seen this, where you press a new line in Gutenberg and it still has this like phantom text that says like type, there's like a block that goes here. And I was trying to like, why in the world is this happening? I switched to a new site. It would still show up even without plugins. And my best conclusion, I was I was bugging Tammy Lister about this and it uh, it might be a Safari bug specifically. It's like, oh man. So it's an opportunity for me to submit a, a bug report. Wish me luck. Good luck and uh, good on you. I think that submitting bug reports is one of the easiest ways of contributing to WordPress and lots of people overlook it. I have been using Safari as my main since I got the MacBook M1. And yeah. overall, I quite quite enjoy it. And it's, it's frustrating browser. to occasionally run into these hurdles like, ah, oh, man, like, what? I don't want to switch. Yeah, I, I don't understand why. I mean, I reckon Safari is getting up there. We should look it up. It, I think that it's probably growing. I would imagine so, if nothing else, by iOS. <laughs> well, sure, yeah. <laughs> So you wanted to talk about this concept that it came up as we were having a conversation yesterday about an ugly web. Yes. And this is something I feel so passionately about. I I love the idea. So what what is it about an ugly web? I I would love for the web to be a whole bunch of things, you know, like I want the web to be a private web without people spying on us. I want the web to be... Uh, fast and accessible and open and along these same sort of lines I really want the web to be ugly and when I say that that sort of inspires some uh, confusion on your part that I don't understand would you explain I'm not confused about it it's a fun word and it's occurring to me as I'm thinking about it now that it's it's perhaps a new equivalent of calling something sick no oh man that's sick (laughs) no that's not what I mean at all (laughs) <laughs> well, in in that, what what I what it, it evokes to me is if I'm gonna like paint a specific picture, it's going back to the days of MySpace and GeoCities with the like th- crazy things kind of all over the place, right? Someone's like, "Ooh, I want that style," so I'm gonna copy and paste it, and suddenly there's like floating gifts all over the place, and um, I, what's that? The Marquis kind of doing their magic, mm. right? That's- and Go ahead. Yeah, that's nice. I think that that should be included in the definition of an ugly web. And uh, so, so my sister in law has a business that she calls Ugly Canary, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's such a cute concept, and it's a, and it's an interior design business of all things. <laughs> yeah. So I've I when I see that word, it evokes like 
different thoughts and ideas. So I think it's perfect for the intent. So what what does ugly mean to you? Like why 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 did you why have you gravitated towards that of all descriptors? I think that you could maybe substitute the word diverse, although diversity comes with its own set of meanings that people attach to it. That is maybe not what I intend here. Sure. Um, basically, I mean a web that isn't all the same thing. You know, uh, a web that yes. isn't you know twelve hundred pixels wide on every website and scaling neatly with the with the content in the <laughs> middle, and a web that isn't all you know white backgrounds and and bright colors and all looking the same a web that isn't nicely designed a web that doesn't match you know a complete mishmash which is ugly do you remember css zen garden no are you serious yeah i thought i was about to date myself uh so css zen garden was this the site you could go to and they had the same base html right uh this like demo site and they had all these artists would make these incredible designs that did entirely different things with it oh that's cool. where it would like you would switch it and it's now looks entirely different same content but entirely different and i was talking to tammy lister about this the other day and just like she's she's been involved and in, since the early days of gutenberg she has this design background and and this concept of like what 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 does it look like if we can enable more artists to bring their visions of things to the web, right? Yeah. Where and and that reminds me of those days. You should check it out. CSS Zen Garden. I'm sure you can still find some archives of like they were just so different, uh, like all these crazy colors, different layouts, and and for a while there, that was a bit of the early days of WordPress. Is that you had folks who had those those design and style chops and would make these like pretty elaborate and like sites that really felt like their own. And it, there's this interesting question and an opportunity as we look at these next phases with the full site editing, what does it look like to empower people to enable more of that again? Yeah. And I, that's exciting to me. I think the block editor does enable that. At, at first I was worried that it wouldn't because everyone would be using the same blocks with the same design, but as the block editor and they added has, gradients, <laughs> and then they added gradients and got ugly again. Uh, as as the block editor has evolved, I think that we see different patterns uh, yeah. making their way in, and different themes treating things differently. And when it comes down to it, if you're going to be using a Wix or a Squarespace site, you're choosing a design from a very, or even a WordPress.com site. Sure. You're choosing a, a design from a very limited list of artists that have been carefully vetted and you know this sort of thing. And maybe you can make some tweaks. But if you're using WordPress or an open source, anything open source really, then that means that you can your theme can be anything. You can make it as yeah. ugly or as pretty or as anything that matches what your vision is as you like. Yep. And you just can't yeah. do that. Like there, there's some websites that you just can't build. There's some visions that you just can't build on some of the closed platforms, which I'd probably include WordPress.com in. And there's uh, uh, there's no limits to what you can build with WordPress. So I'm still early in my understanding of this, but in, in some of my chats with Tammy, she's got me thinking about like what's the the role and nature of a theme. And, and just challenging 
like what the, cause themes have evolved into something pretty complex, right? Where they f- effectively have plugins bundled into them. They, they're doing a lot of things. They become these entire ecosystems. And it's like, if you, what if you strip that back and a theme is just focused on the, like this, bringing this set of styles in, what if you could make it a lot easier and practical to actually switch themes, right? Like today, like, <laughs> That's not a, like, if you're in any one of the major theme ecosystems, you can't just make a switch to another one, right? Like, yeah. At least not a very practical thing. So it's, it's really interesting. It's got me thinking, and I, I want to explore that more. And it seems like this upcoming like, construct, this, uh, this emphasis on full site editing with patterns, and it's, it, it's getting close to offering that potential for opportunities for, I think about my kids and others to be able to just, Hey, I want to put something here and put something exactly. over here. And yeah, it could and, look and like quite the ugly. Definition of a theme is still up in the air. Really? Like what is yeah. a theme? It, I think we know that a theme is going to be a sensible set of defaults, but is it going to be much more beyond that? I, I love the concept of being able, like I recently switched themes uh, on my personal site and what I basically did is accept that, okay, I'm just going to accept the pain of things going to be different and inevitably some of my old content's going to be broken. Mm. And I just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it anyway. Cause I want, I want it simplified. I just want to do it. And I would rather that not be the case. Like I, I, it would be great to be in a situation where it's like, okay, we're ready for something a little bit different. We're going to switch to this theme over here and everything just works. And the current way that we do themes doesn't facilitate that. Right. The thing that, that I want from the full site editor is I'd, I'd like to say here's two vastly different themes, theme A and theme B. Okay. Can I install theme A and with the site editor make it look like theme B? That's what I want. Where the oh, theme is just the starting point. Yeah. 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 Huh. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about where we're at with the block editor and and the future of it because you might have seen this week that there was an announcement that the classic uh, the classic editor plugin is going to be continued to be supported officially by Automatic, I guess, for the next twelve months. And I noticed in my sort of circles, my my WordPress circles, that there was much rejoicing and waving of hands and excitement about this announcement. Although someone did point out that it's probably always going to be supported. <laughs> now help me understand these people, Jonathan, because I'm friends with them, but I don't get it. Why, why is there still after so many years, so much hesitation about, about the block editor, people complaining that it's, hard to create the layouts that they want and so, things like this. But like, how do you do it with the classic editor? I don't get it. So this, I had this moment, I think it was a couple of days ago, actually. I went to install Gutenberg on my site. And in process of doing so, I saw it's like two or three stars. And, and then I saw the classic editor there with like 5 million installs and five stars. And so I did reflect on this for a little bit. It's like, wow, where are we at? And so on the one hand, I can empathize, like I've been all in on Gutenberg for a long time. And, you know, over the past few weeks I've been experiencing, I've been blogging once a week and every time I'm blogging, I'm seeing like those bugs in the editor and it hadn't occurred to me recently to try a different browser. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, that's frustrating. And I'm willing to like work through it, but like it's it's literally it's it's frustrating. And on <laughs> on on the other hand, what we love about WordPress is choice, right? Like, yeah, I don't understand it. And I think some of it's preconceived notions. Some of it's just jumping on the bandwagon. There's there's folks I've talked to who have a strong opinion about Gutenberg and who haven't actually tried it in mm-hmm. a very long time. And and that's fine. And I love that we were living in an ecosystem where that have that choice. Yeah. Well, I don't agree with it, but I still. <laughs> I think I think for the most part, it's people who have a particular workflow that they're used to, and they ah, go, Look, that's fair. This is my workflow. I put a bit of content here and I use ACF for the rest and we loop through it with this theme with the page template and then that's how I know how it all works. And yeah. And I, I think people haven't, I mean, it is time, people, I'm telling you, it is time. Learn a new workflow. Figure out how to create custom blocks. Use Genesis custom blocks. Use ACF blocks or uh, one of the other ones that are out there and you know what I, we should do? We should have a competition. We should have a competition to see, all right, let's get some of you blokes, some of you girls who like to build with the uh, with the old school ACF and classic editor combo. <laughs> and let's take a couple of people that maybe are more familiar with not necessarily React, but some of the similar templating languages, but using blocks. So using, say, ACF blocks or Genesis custom blocks. Let's have a race. Who do you think would would produce the same designs faster? Well, okay. I I would probably bet on the former, uh, but the the key is actually going to be what the designs are, which leads to something I've been thinking about. Mm one of the opportunities and like the gaps right now is, and, and Tammy gets credit for pointing this out is on the tooling side of things. Like you and I both have a good, like in terms of custom and it's just in terms of like modern, like when Gutenberg works great, it's magic being able to drag and drop stuff into it. Like just the, all this, like moving things around, like it just, it feels good. Right. The challenge though, is if is, is how do we close that gap between that limitless possibility that it opens up, especially with full site editing and just making that accessible to people who don't have like the experience in it or the technical chops. And it still feels like there's a gap there. Yeah. You're, you're hoping that I'm going to fill the last 20 seconds with something important and interesting. Uh, I mean, I could too. I, I want to see what kind of tools we're going to get. I think that's where the opportunity is. Yeah, I mean, but but we've had two years of opportunity. What, where are the tools? Three years. Uh, I hope to see some coming in this this next year. 